0: Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily here. Jacob Albrocht alongside Tommy Castor, Jad Chambers, producing for us. Tommy, uh, the Big 12 looks like it will be what we will see next year, which is just this super conference uh, that still includes Texas and Oklahoma and maybe for a little longer than, than we thought it would be.
1: Yeah, so Pete Thamel from ESPN uh, reported earlier today that OU and Texas, they've been negotiating with the Big 12 to leave the conference a year early and join the SEC in 2024. Apparently, those talks have stalled, uh, and it looks like a deal is unlikely for OU and Texas to leave the Big 12 a year early, which would mean that we would have that major super conference with teams like Houston and Cincinnati and BYU uh, and OU and Texas for, for two years before Oklahoma and Texas will actually leave for the SEC.
0: So two more years of it. Honestly, for me, I'll take it for as many years as we can get it. And and that may be another thing that people disagree with me on. I think there are definitely people that would say, don't let the door hit you on the way out and get, get out of here and all that. Look, I'm going to take Texas and Oklahoma for as long as I can get them. As, as bitter as, as people may be to that, them being in this Super League is going to be fun. Um, and it will be epic in basketball. But it'll be fun in football too. And, and I know we'll there'll be some scheduling quirks and that'll be slightly annoying. But I mean, it's going to be good because what will happen is you'll still get a lot of eyes generally on games that those two schools play in that maybe you wouldn't otherwise. And I'll take those eyes for the rest of this new league for as long as I can keep them to get everybody else on board with how awesome this league's going to be. That way, people are watching this league as much as they can, and when those two teams leave, people have already been watching this new Big 12 for a couple of years, right? And you know, in football, it will be good. In basketball, I I don't know. And I and around here, there probably aren't a ton of people that would disagree with me. But just generally speaking, watching Big 12 basketball on a night in, night out basis is as good as watching pro basketball. It's so competitive. The games are fast. Like, it's just, it's easier to watch a college basketball game than it is an NBA game because the time commitment, right? If nothing else. But, like, I, I, I think there's a real opportunity, and I know the money's never going to be as big as football, but I think Brett Yormark can grow the financial capabilities of Big 12 as a basketball league, and keeping those two teams in while you're doing this. I mean, Tommy, if you had Houston in this league right now, and Memphis at the least well not Memphis isn't coming but Houston at the at the least in Cincinnati, you know, UCF and and the others but just Houston. Just imagine adding Houston to the Big 12 mix right now. You'd have would that make 6
1: top 15 teams? 7. 7 top 15 teams because there are 6 currently in the top 15 in the Big 12 and then you're adding Houston. I don't disagree with you. Uh, about what this can do for like a super conference for a couple of years and the added visibility. I'm just surprised that this is where we're at right now, because I would have thought that Texas and OU would have dropped whatever money necessary to get out of the big 12 as absolutely quickly as they possibly could. Um, And and that's really where the hangup is. It's that the network Fox will be losing or would have been losing a significant amount of money if, Texas and OU left early because they have the rights currently to the Big 12 along with ESPN. Uh, but there would have been, I think, I think it was six or seven football games in 2024 that they had the rights to feature, I think, Texas or OU. And there's, of course, a premium on advertising dollars when those games feature those two schools. And so that's been the big hang up is Fox saying, hey, uh, how are you going to compensate us? If you leave the league uh, by, you know, we're not going to have you to to air. We can't air your games if you leave a year early under the current media rights deal. Uh, And that's been the big hang up. And so it's surprising to me that Texas and OU um, are not able or not willing to pony up the amount of money necessary to get out of there a year early. I don't think this is necessarily good for Texas and know you I think that yeah of course people are going to continue to watch their games uh, and their their brands aren't really going to suffer by hanging on for another year but if I'm them uh, I mean how long ago was it that they made the announcement they were leaving for the SEC it was like in 2021 right and we're now in early 2023 uh, and so they've got to hang on and the anticipation continues for another couple of years before they finally get to the destination that they want to be in and that's the SEC Uh, If I were them, I would want to write basically a blank check, like, get us out of here. Let us go to the SEC now. We'll pay whatever it takes to get out of it. But the fact that they're not able to do so, um, I I love it for the fan perspective, and I love it for the Big 12. I just don't think it makes a lot of sense for the two schools.
0: Well, you don't know. I mean, look, we're we're all facing a challenging economic outlook right now. Uh, in in life and i think there's a lot of uncertainty and the possibility for a little bit of a tough stretch here and that could factor into it too right like you know the decision makers have to look at that and say are is now the time to pay what we would have to pay to do that and you know you got to balance the numbers out how long will it take for us in the new deal like to you know, to recoup the losses we would have to take versus the time if we just waited out and, you know, take what we've got. And then I, I think there's a lot of really complicated and challenging processes that have to happen. Sometimes it feels like these places have all the money in the world, but I don't know if it's quite that simple. And it may just not make economic sense for either of them to do that either. And, and that's fine. Like you you made your bed, you sleep in it. But again, for us as fans... The more we can get of the current Big 12 plus the new Big 12 teams with no losses, the better it is going to be for the league. And I don't know if that's somebody in the Big 12 currently complicating this or what they're doing, but it will be the best thing for the league to have those two schools in the league for as long as you can.
1: Absolutely, because you've got the added revenue from advertisers, uh, you know, to have these games. And of course, all the eyeballs and the visibility and all of that when you've got you know, a, a football matchup uh, of the Red River rivalry still under the Big 12 banner for a, right. for an extra year. And then you get into basketball and you've got, you know, Texas taking on Houston. And, like, there are other uh, storylines here that make it really intriguing. BYU, by the way, joining the Big 12, uh, that is a really, really, really difficult place to go in and play football. When you go and you play at BYU – that is a difficult place to play and a difficult place to win. And all of a sudden, and I I know that they released the the schedule for next year, and I don't I didn't look at what BYU's home schedule was, but you're gonna have current Big 12 teams next season traveling to BYU, and it's gonna be really hard for those Big 12 teams to win at that location. And so there are all of these intriguing storylines where you've got the new additions, and then if you you end up keeping Texas and Oklahoma for an extra year, yeah, it's a super conference, and it's it might be temporary, and it's not going to be a permanent thing, uh, but it, it's going to be a lot of fun while it lasts.
0: It is, and yeah, the Red River rivalry there is good, but also games that Texas and Oklahoma play in in general typically are going to get primo spots on all the networks, right? All the, All that can get them, and so for all the other teams that play in those games, That's just one more chance for the whole nation to see it. I mean, look, K-State's brand's going to grow the more that they play in that. They're going to have really exciting players. Avery Johnson will be there eventually. K-State feels like it's going to contend for some big things next year, I'm sure. So it's just, it's a good thing. And for Texas and OU, like, obviously, you know, the world's tiniest violin. Nobody cares that you guys are having to wait. Right, It's good for the league that you're having to leave. It's going to be uncomfortable and awkward probably a little bit, but so be it. You made the bed, you sleep in it, and the Big 12 gets stronger because of it. Go have fun in the SEC. And again, big picture, when they get to the SEC, the second that they do, Tommy, I'll find myself rooting for them. And and that's just that old allegiance, I suppose. Maybe it's a regional thing. Maybe it's just because I'm kind of sick of what's in the SEC right now. I'd love to see Texas go to the SEC and regain its national stature and and be a great team again. Like I think that'd be great. I root for a. Never rooted for a And M in my whole life, ever. But I root for them now. Now that they're in the SEC, kind of the same with Mizzou. I mean, I don't have the ties to Missouri or or hatred or anything that people around here probably do. But like I, I'd rather Mizzou do well in the SEC than I don't know certainly like Alabama or Ole Miss or, or, or Auburn or something. So it's fine. I think the same thing will happen long-term. But in the short term, ah, you're stuck with us. It's like a really yeah. awkward breakup where you got to still live with the person you're breaking up <laughs> with.
1: Well, look, I, I think if you can strip the emotion away from it, uh, and which is hard to do, and look at it logically, yeah, this is a really good thing for the Big 12. Um, now, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, when the announcement came down that Texas and OU were leaving for the SEC, yeah, there was a lot of emotion behind it for me. Where I was like, "Get them the hell out of here! I don't want to! I don't want to see them anymore. Right. They don't want to be here. Don't let the door hit you. Um, let's let's find a way to get them out of here as quickly as possible." Because I was thinking of it from an emotional standpoint. Like, if you don't want to play in the Big Twelve, then we don't want you. Like, get out of here now. And then. Course, knowing that it was going to take a couple of years, and you know, even if they were able to leave early, it was still, it would still take a couple of years. But now you're adding on an additional year before they can leave, uh, and you take the emotion out of it. Logically, it makes complete financial sense, and it's a good thing for the Big 12 to have them stick around for a while longer because the, the revenue that you can make by an extra year of Oklahoma and Texas in your conference before they, they bounce. Absolutely, Brett Yormark and the Big 12 should try to make as much money off the backs of Texas and Oklahoma for as long as possible as they absolutely can. And the fact that they're stuck, you know, barring some kind of last minute negotiation where they're able to work it out and they're going to stick around uh, for the 2024 season. Yeah, if I'm the Big 12, if I'm Brett Yormark, absolutely cash in and try to make as much money off of them as you possibly can.
0: It'll be good. Um, I'm glad to see it. I thought we were only going to get it for a year. Now we might get it for two. Bring it on. Let's do it. That'll be fantastic. All right, 869-1240. We continue to roll ahead here on Sports Daily. we got a Super Bowl coming up. Uh, we've got some giveaways for you. We've got college basketball to preview over the weekend. Lots and lots still to come. Joe Mixon in the news for all the wrong reasons. We'll get to that as well. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Jad Chambers producing It's Sports Daily. TJIF, everybody, it's almost the weekend.